0: I'm Jim, and this is On The Left Side, your alternative football show. We don't see West Ham as a business. I mean, we would like ultimately to break even and it to be a self-sufficient club. Welcome. This is your twice-weekly rundown of all that is good and funny from the last few days of football. Thank you for coming along. If you keep on forgetting to download the Monday and the Thursday shows, then if you hit subscribe now, however you listen to the podcast, you will never miss an episode. Nicers. So, let's get on with it. West Ham may have begun to slowly, slowly, slowly turn things around on the pitch with some defensive displays that OJ Simpson's lawyer would have been proud of. If it doesn't fit, you must have quit. But off the pitch, they still remain a complete joke. A lot of that comedy value is down to their duo of chairmen The Chuckle Brothers Today, to you. Sorry, sorry The two Davids Gold and Sullivan I always get those two mixed up Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear The rap sheet of embarrassment is pretty long already Announcing the signing of a new player on Twitter by posting the picture of a completely different player who happened to also be black <whistles> Letting your son leak transfer information via his own social media accounts And let's not forget being dubbed the Dildo Brothers, by sporting Lisbon's hierarchy after some especially laughable transfer dealings in the summer. And that is without even mentioning the farcical events in terms of hiring and firing managers. It's not ideal. But the latest contribution from the West Ham board somehow manages to top all of that, When Sullivan, last week, gave an interview to the Guardian Sport and tried to shift all blame for West Ham's poor summer transfer dealings from his weird Russian-style coated shoulders. Well, the manager said he wanted Fonte from Southampton and Snodgrass from Hull. My kids begged me not to sign them. I can kind of see what he's saying. He didn't necessarily support the transfers. And in truth, neither has really ended up being a massive success for the club. But at the same time, those two players still play for West Ham United. Fonte is still occasionally appearing for the first team, whilst Robert Snodgrass is out on lone Aston Villa. And here, you have a chairman essentially saying, even my kids knew you would be shite, mate. Also... Why exactly does what Sullivan's offspring think have any effect on the club's transfer policy? Is this a professional football club or a game of FIFA 17? You can't let your kids pick which players you try and buy, otherwise you'll end up with Ben 10 and Bob the Builder on your books. Actually, the latter might be able to sort out that terrible football stadium. Anyway... As if West Ham weren't enough of a laughing stock from those comments already this week, the club's social media team tried to put the nail into the coffin. To get into the festive spirit, they recruited Sam Byron and Marco Analkovich to read out some festive Christmas cracker jokes. What goes? Ho 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 Santa walking backwards. That's what if you get it, that's we get it out. What do you get if you cross a bell with a skunk? Jingle smells. <laughs> it's all good fun, but it's nowhere near as funny as watching Joe Hart's face as he sits on the bench, slowly watching his <laughs> World Cup dream die. It's also not as funny as listening to Arnautovic trying to say the word crackers. Quacker, quacker, quacker. Lovely stuff. And if that puts you in the mood for some Christmas shopping, then a quick browse of West Ham's official club store will reveal a plethora of branded goods to fulfil your every tacky need. Mugs, hats, shirts, and most impressively, nappies. Seriously. Ten of your English pounds can bag you a dozen West Ham poo receptacles, branded in club, colours and crest. The slogan they've chosen to flog said nappies is... Born to be a hammer. Which, if you ask me, is a massive, massive mistake. Clearly, in light of recent events, they should have gone with... As full of shit as our chairman. Perfect. Still not feeling Christmassy? Well, in that case, you are not alone. Sam Allardyce has turned into Everton's own version of the Grinch this Christmas after cancelling the club's festive shindig for the year. (laughs) He says it's partly due to the club's unfortunate recent form and partly because of the big, heavy Christmas schedule that he has decided to pull the plug on the Christmas party. Although a part of me does wonder if he's bothered to let the caterers know. Is someone just going to find Big Sam face down in a plate of mini sausage rolls with an empty pint of wine next to him on Boxing Day morning? (laughs) The obvious conclusion to the reason that Allardyce sees no need to recognise the birth of the messiah is because he believes he is the messiah. After all, he has raised Everton's survival hopes from the dead, he's taught them how to really nail a cross, and no doubt, he's probably going to buy himself a donkey in the transfer window. (laughs) But yeah, he really does think a lot of himself. And that came from a defence that has been performing outstandingly well since I've been here. I'm a little baffled on the fact that how did Everton concede so many goals before I got here and conceding only one goal in the four league games that I've had. Any chance you could mention yourself any more in that after match chat, Sam? No. Fancy mentioning any of the players at all? No. No one actually runs around and puts the hard work in? Sure. Okay. Fair enough. One man that may feel he's deserving of a little credit right now is Wayne Rooney. Having started indifferently this season, he's now playing with the passion that you'd associate with Wazza, and he's back amongst the goals as well. Although he didn't quite get the credit for that either after netting against Newcastle in midweek. The club's social media bots were quick to tweet out the match result after another win for the Blues, and tagged a couple of key players who featured in the accompanying photo, Aaron Lennon and Little Wayne. Hang on. Lil Wayne. I know. Easy mistake to make. Instead of typing the name of arguably Everton's most high-profile player, they instead tacked the US rapper responsible for tunes like Stunting Like A Daddy and Lollipop. They are clearly very different people. For example. I don't think you'd get Lil Wayne cruising down an orderly-edged street in a convertible VW Beetle with his honeys in the back, would you? <laughs> let's get a baby, you know, let's, huh? If only the Everton Twitter team had remembered the words of Clive Tildesley back in 2002, eh? Remember this name, Wayne Rooney. I think Everton should just have a go at covering their tracks on this one and just try and sign up Lil Wayne for a few games. In fact, maybe every Premier League club could just follow suit and sign up a rapper into the squad. It's pretty much what United did with Stormzy anyway, right? You could even build in a special clause where the rapper had to have a tenuous connection with a current player. So Arsenal could sign Notorious B.I. Giroud, West Brom could have J.Z. Rodriguez, and United could offer a contract to ludicrous Smalling. Well, at least I enjoyed that. Although, I didn't realise how difficult it would be to fit M&M into a footballing pun. But finally, if you need any more proof that football has gone insane this season, then look no further than Burnley Football Club. The Clarets have, inexplicably, been flirting with European qualification for the last few weeks. Just consider that for a moment. Just consider how joyous it would be to see Neymar and his fellow PSG millionaires strolling out onto the Turf Moor pitch in the middle of November for a Champions League match, having enjoyed a pre match meal at Greg's. It would be beautiful. But the best thing about Burnley, mixing it with the likes of Spurs, Arsenal, and Liverpool at the moment, is the reaction of manager Sean Deich. I'm very proud. I'm super proud. Proud of the proudest man in Proudsville. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud. He genuinely seems chuffed with how his team are doing. Although it could well be that Proudsville is in fact a suburb of Burnley where all the footballers live, in which case I'll be left very disappointed. But I like that way of talking about football managers. I'm, I might adopt it for myself. Roy Hodgson could be the most well-egated man in Welligationville and Jose could be the moniest man in Milksville. It just kind of works. But if, perchance, you don't think Burnley in the Champions League is proof enough that the game has gone crazy, I can give you one more fact. This weekend, Sunderland won a game of football at home. Absolutely mental. And with that, we are done for another show. Thank you very much for listening. Please don't forget to leave us a review if you enjoyed the show on iTunes, and you can find even more of what we do on On The Left Side. Updates, video... Rodney Marshall Mathers. There's your Eminem pun. Rodney Marshall Mathers. Knew I'd get there. Now, where was I? I think I've finished. See you next time. Bye bye. On the left side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupto Audio.